I'm Father Ralph, and you're in the Red Room. Tonight, we're going to hear from Levi Cherick, St. Ed's sophomore and bowling pro. Later, we'll hear from Jackson O'Neill from Cedarburg, Wisconsin. We'll have good news and weather with Nikolai, with my co-host Bobby Weltner. All of this is happening now in the Red Room. Bobby! Father Ralph, great to see you. Always good to be seen, Bobby. Always good to be seen. Yeah, I still can't get over how good you look with this new haircut. You, you know, know, it you looks know, so fresh. Bobby, I feel as I've lost a friend. Why do you feel that way? I I just feel like something's missing. You know, like everyone, you remember that whole phenomenon where people talk about like having a you know a pain from a third you know limb. Mm. Well, I, I I'm 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 having a sense of loss, having no hair back there, and I know it's gone, but. I'm missing it. You know? uh, do you really miss it? I mean, I, I, I can't stand when my hair gets long. Yeah. You know, showering takes longer, more shampoo. Crazy. Yeah. You can't you can't take a nap without your hair looking crazy. I don't know. I I kind of felt I, I felt like maybe with Samson with that hair, and oh, I was invincible, and now I felt power go out of me, and I, I'm just a shell of my former self. But you know what? Mm. I, I'm sure my friend will come back, and uh, wherever I go, he'll go and. Whatever I do, he'll do, and uh, well, you know, hey, my buddy, <laughs> my buddy, my buddy will be back. But you know, I don't want to dwell on my hair. I know you always want to bring back to how we look and our fleeting appearances. Um, uh, you know, I'm, but I'm not so vain because um, I want to talk about something else. What's that? I want to talk about. Um, we have some good news for the hall, for others who like cappuccinos, because we have found. Some froth powder. Froth powder? Yes, froth powder. Now, is that is that artificially sweet? Is it? I don't know if it's artificially what, but all I know is we have froth powder, and froth powder is crucial to making a cappuccino. And believe it or not, there's a froth powder shortage. So our coffee machine upstairs in the Greg has, um, you, we put two different types of beans in there. But then we have a, a thing for hot cocoa, uh, cappuccino mix, and froth powder. And I guess it gives us the frothiness of that cappuccino yeah. or some of those drinks. And we used to get it on Amazon, and they said, we can't, we don't have it anymore. And then we put a sign on the coffee machine and said, sorry, no lattes today, no froth powder. Well, lo and behold, I found a connection. Huh. What was the connection? A friend of a friend got me connected with another friend who gave me a connection to a dealer. <laughs> was this legal? Oh, it's all legal. It's all legal. You sure? I'm all, all legal, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it Did was, you ever meet the dealer? Well, it was all cash. Oh, all cash. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I drove downtown to South Bend. They opened up the trunk. Should we be recording this conversation right now? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I've been advised by legal. Uh, uh, no, uh, actually, it's all above board, but we got froth powder, and it should come this week. And so I'm so excited to be able to take down that sign that says no lattes. Mm. So do you drink? No, you drink Dunkin's when they have coffee. Yeah. 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 I see. Well, I also don't drink things that, um, you know. I don't tend to partake of things where I don't know the source. You know, I like to know the source is a reliable source. And yeah. Well, let's have another offline conversation about <laughs> <Okay>. that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, yes. well, that's exciting. I mean, I, I had no idea there was such a thing as uh, 
as froth powder. No, I didn't either. The things you find out when you get a coffee machine. Yeah, yeah. And that differs from cappuccino mix, you said. Yes. What's the cappuccino mix? The cappuccino mix is what gives the cappuccino the cappuccino flavor. Um, The froth powder is what gives the frothiness on top of a cappuccino. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, you know, right now, folks, you can't see this, but we're enjoying a cup of tea. Yeah, a cup of tea. These, these, these. No froth needed here. No froth needed here. Uh, thank you. This is Rauk up there in Chicagoland for getting us this tea. We're having a little P&G. Um, but my cups, Bobby, I got in Holland at a Dutch Kmart. And I love these cups. I love these yeah, little these, tea cups. These are beautiful. And there's nothing better to enjoy a cup of tea on a cloudy day. Yeah. And we have a really cloudy day. It is a cloudy day. It's a windy day. Yeah. I'm wearing a windbreaker today. Bobby, I'm worried you're so tall that you might get blown over by the wind. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I think I like to think I'm strong enough to take the wind. Okay. Well, you, you know, know, pride goeth before a fall. <laughs> um, or a big wind gust. Yeah, a big wind gust. Well, you know. Yeah, the, the, the bigger they are, the harder they fall, too. So yes. I, I got I to stay upright. That's right. Now, uh, you've been on the go here lately. You know, we're actually glad that you were able to come in and take me because you've been busy. You just came in. You blew in from Laporte, didn't you? You were out I, there? I was out of Laporte. Um, I was there for a, a silent retreat. We oh. were um, helping. So basically, the guys who are in their first year at the seminary, they're, they're considering discerning the second year, which we call novitiate, which I just got back from myself. But it's a year spent in Colorado. It's a very different type of year. It's oh, off the grid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you turn in your phone, your internet day one, and any cash, and, and, and any cash, and you go and you go into silence for for most of the year. Um, but uh, so anyway, we had a retreat to help prepare them for that and and get a sense, help them get a sense of if it's if it's right for them. Wow! Um, but I gave a talk and it went well. And uh, yeah, it was a nice weekend. Beautiful weather. It felt like uh, it kind of feels like fall weather right now. Just crisp. Kind of fall mornings, fall afternoons, yeah. uh, and but anyway, that made for a nice weekend as well. Yeah, well, but cool. I wouldn't say I'm on the go that much. Well, you were you there, know. you were here. I mean, you went more places than I went to over the weekend. No, oh, that's true. You that's, know, yeah. I just, you know, a homebody here at St. Ed's. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, yeah, yeah. And I have to be because we're in this mix. It's a season of hiring. We're now hiring <laughs> ARs. Oh yeah, that's so right. So last night, uh, every hall who's hiring assistant rectors has to go over to the Duncan Student Center ballroom and we do what, what I like to call prom. Yeah. It's the AR prom. And, you know, they have all the guys come and all the gals come. And so there's male halls, female halls, and all the candidates come. And it's kind of like prom because, you know, everyone wants to talk, but everyone's shy. Like, oh, I don't think he's interested. Oh, I don't think they're interested in me. You know, it's so awkward. It's for two hours, you know. And then, of course, you know, there's some people you just don't want to talk to. You just yeah. don't want to talk to him. Well, and you know how you know how, how you stop that. How's that? Well, you don't you don't give on leading things like mm-hmm when people are talking. You just like look at them like stone cold killer. <laughs> so Bobby, let's practice. Let's here's here's what happened. So there's a person last night I did not want to talk to, did not want to talk to, and um, I kept turning my back, turning my back. Like, but the person finally got in front of me, and I had to talk to him. And the person said, uh, "Well, you know, blah blah blah, you know, all this stuff and." And I was just sitting there and just looking at the person like this. Just no, just blank look, eyes, no blink, just looking. And then the person was finally got the message like, and then realized something was wrong and then said, how's the hall morale? And I said, excellent. 
Yeah, and, that, I, that, and I went that, right back yeah. to the stone cold killer look, and the person still knew there was something wrong, but didn't know what to do, and said, "Well, how's the spiritual life of a whole?" I said, "Fantastic." And silent. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, that that'd be tough to respond to. And then finally, the person said, "Okay, well, thank you." And like, yeah, move on. Yeah. So now we have to start all these interviews, and so we had a we did that last night. It's it's so it's hiring season. And, uh, you know, it's like, you know, uh, feast or famine. I don't I, It might be a little famine this year with the, the number. Well, I don't know. We'll see with the, the candidates. But uh, hopefully we'll find sure. one. I know we'll find a good one for St. Ed's. We're looking for one candidate out there. Can you give me one good man Yeah. for this oldest and most storied hall? Yeah, because we need to replace Mateo, right? We have to let, yeah, Mateo. Yeah, he Mateo is, is graduating. And gainfully employed. Gainfully employed. Uh-huh. And so we need, uh, yeah, we need a companion for, uh, for Mace. Right. We do. Yes, we need a com- yes, a companion for Mace, yeah. uh, and, and a right hand or left so, hand for, for me. So no names, but do you have do you have a prospect or two? Do you have? Yeah, we got some people in the pipeline. We, we're going to start some we're going to start some interviews tonight, and uh, you know, there's some people who, you know, um, look good on paper, and then some people who actually do better in person. Yeah. And so you got to figure out who's going to be the best fit, you know. And um, you know, I don't think I'm giving anything away here, but you know. Uh, you want to you want to have some you want to have someone around here who can laugh, and yeah. you know you just can't be serious all the time, and and, and you got to have someone who can laugh, and that's what I'm always looking for, and uh, and I think I, I I think I really cork people up in that like meet and greet, you know, because everyone's handing out you know PDFs of uh, of you know uh, job descriptions. We don't have a job description, <laughs> you know. Uh, What's a job description? Uh, help the guys. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. You know, I don't need, you know, do this once a week, this three times a week, and, you know, this quarterly. No, 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 no. You know, I can't put all of that in there. All I can say is, you know, if you love kids and you want to be around them and you want to share life with them, then, you know what, then feed my sheep. Yep. You know? Now, again, no names. Yes. But self-assess your hiring record with ARs. How, how many times have you made a hire where you're like, oof, I did not see that. I, you know, I, I, I don't have any real regrets. Oh, that's good. I don't. That's good. I don't. No, I, and I'm not trying to like, oh, wow, he's so good. You know, like. No, no, no. You know, yeah. it's, you know, and you know, also too, you know, we whether the person lived here at St. Ed's or didn't, um, I think what happens is Steds rubs off on everyone in a different sure. way as an assistant rector and makes them even more of a, a gentleman. So I, I had some high hopes for this this season, and uh, we'll see if we can get um, the person we want. So stay tuned, folks. More to come, as Johnny Carson would say. Yeah, it'll be exciting. Can we get them on the show beforehand? Oh, I mean, sure. Once the hiring's... Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah, folks, yeah, another reason to listen. You can hear about the new AR who's coming to town. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of listening, uh, we, had a, we had a problem last week. Oh, boy. Not not on the radio show. Oh yes, the radio show. Oh, yes. Father so, off. This is only week two. This is week two, and you know what? Uh, you know what it is. It's someone wanted to sabotage Tuffle music because I had started off so strong out of the out of the out of the you know the the, the, the what do you call in the racing you know out, out of the, the start, gates out of the gates you know and they's like this he's too good mm-hmm. so they would want to trip me up. So yeah. what, who wanted to trip you up? How'd this happen? I don't know, but there's some element out there. Maybe it was one of the balloons that was floating by. I don't know. <laughs> what, are you, but, um, what are you talking about? So what happened was is I got into the sound booth on time. I had I had prepared an, just an exquisite playlist. Yeah, if you do Northern, say, or say or, if you do say so yourself. And yeah. I do say. Yeah. I it was exquisite 
uh, was a delicacies <laughs> from Northern Baroque. For Baroque your ear. music people are so snobby, you know. No, 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 no. It's <laughs> exquisite. It's it's, it's 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 actually it's the it's the music that brought all the music that other people like. Yeah, exactly. classical. It brought mm-hmm. about concertos. It brought everything you know about music. And you okay? Get to, to your fall. I want to hear okay. about your fall. Okay, it's, that's what. Yeah, he just he wants to see Nancy Kerrigan fall on ice. That's what. He, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, so anyway, um, so I go in there. I have my playlist all ready to go. I am in the zone. You know, like okay, folks, we're ready to go. You know, you do a little research on the on the playlist, blah blah blah, the artist. So at precisely four o'clock, it goes the the sequence goes right into Tafel music intro, and that's about a two-minute intro Mm -hmm. and then afterwards you hit the right buttons and then you're live so i started you know doing my little intro my little spiel it's tafel music with leighton haig blah 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 here's you know you know some you know here's here's bach so this is going on now for like 30 minutes and i am texting some friends in jersey fred if you're listening fred i was texting you I was texting Father Terry Ehrman, who were listening via the internet. And they said, we can't hear you. I said, what do you mean you can't hear me? I said, I'm playing Bach, and you, I just got done speaking. They said, no, we're listening to Slavonic dances by <laughs> Dvorak. And all of a sudden, I look on the screen, and it's going, it's exactly, that's what it is. I was like, what is going on? So I got on the horn. I call up Owen Fay who you'll know is our dad, who got me connected. And he says, let me listen. Oh, yeah, Father, you need to turn off the audio. There's an auto button thinking that no one's coming in. And so they hit it. Oh. And they have have something just like pre-lined up. Sure, gotcha. And that was on, and no one had told me to turn it off. Mm. What's really sad? It's not that. That no one called to tell me that I wasn't on the air. So where were you, Bobby? <laughs> I, I wasn't listening, which it sounds like was the right move, you know. <laughs> <laughs> for a change. <laughs> yeah, for a change, I mean. But you know, also. You know what? He got I the mean, mullet wrong, but he got that right. Yeah. How do you not realize you're playing the wrong thing? You don't. You can't because you can't hear. You hear the music, whatever you're playing, yeah. in the box. In the sound booth. Oh, But gotcha. it doesn't mean that it's the same thing necessarily broadcast. going broadcast. Mm. And, you know, if you go in there, there's all these electronics and all these dials and knobs and all these things you got to hit. But there's also on top of it a computer. I had all the dials, all the knobs correct. Mm-hmm. But no one told me about the computer. Mm. Gotcha. And I'm, I, to be honest, I, I'm going to blame the balloons that have been going by. Yeah, the, well, yeah. 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 That's, that's fair. Yeah. So the big question, are they bringing you back for a third week? Or well, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to I'm going to take a retreat, and I'm going yeah. to reconnoiter um, the, the the path forward, and I'm going to see you know how what I should do, and I'm going to just take a look inside, and then I'm going to come out fighting because you know what? Don't don't put Layton in a corner. No, don't put Layton in the corner. Layton Hig, no, don't put him in a corner. <laughs> yeah, don't count me out because you know what? As a good friend of mine said, if it's not baroque, fix it. And that's my mission. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. Thanks, Fred. Thank you. I'm going to keep using that. <laughs> okay, Bobby. I think we got to get this show well, on the we road. we got to get the show on the road. Yep. Get it on.
Okay, Bobby, our first guest is none other than Levi Cherick from Chicago, Illinois. Welcome, Levi. Welcome to the Red Room. Glad to be here. Are I'm you? Actually, yes, I am. Okay. I'm actually from Florida, though, but I was born in Chicago, so it's pretty close. Okay, yeah, close enough. Chicago, Florida, well, we're all I, I, one I, United States. Right? I don't blame it. Well, I'd rather claim Florida, you know, be a little bit unique. Yeah, Everyone nice here's from weather, Chicago. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Chicago. Wow. Why do, you, Bobby. why do you want to just lump them in I, Chicago, Bobby, I'd be Bobby. careful. The Chicago Mafia might come down here. Folks, I don't know Bobby. <laughs> I love Chicago. Uh, well, we're not here to talk about the Windy City, which I think today South Bend is giving Chicago a run it's for its money. out there right now. Yeah, I had to lean yeah. forward. I almost got blown over. Um, but I wanted to say, how did you become such a bowler? I mean, like, you are the bowler of St. Ed's. When we went to the bowling alley, everyone, Bobby, wanted him on their lane. Yeah. They wanted to win. Now, now you just anchored our Stead's bowling intramural team. That's true. Yeah. And so it was one day, <laughs> the season was one day, and one game. So I started bowling when I was in high school. I didn't do it on the team there are plenty of other people like Daniel Jung, he's in our dorm, who were on their bowling teams in high school, but I just did it with some friends over the summer because we had nothing else to do in the panhandle of Florida. Um, I see. So while, so while everyone else was playing video games see. or going to the beach. Right. We're getting you, our membership to the lanes and we're uh, practicing and making sure that we perfect our craft. Mm. Yes. So last year we, in fact, won the inner hall bowling competition against seven different Stanford teams because they have their whole dorm go. Wow. This year, we're not sure what happened, but we might not have won. We had some uh, people who didn't carry their weight on the team. Mm. Not It was definitely, I mean, I bowled perfectly, right? Not Levi. Yeah. What would you bowl? Uh, I bowled, Perfect score. Yeah, perfect score. Yeah, 300 all around. 300. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry to ask. Yeah. I mean, realistically, I bowled <clears throat> around 180s, 190s. Wow, that's pretty solid. You know, which is okay, but... Whenever you go up against all these other teams, you know, sometimes some people can get lucky, you know. It's not all down to skill at that point. Okay. So are there people bowling in the 200s in this league? So there are different competitions. One of them is for high score. Last year, the highest score out of the men's teams was a 240. Wow. And uh, Smitty usually averages 210, or that's what he said last year. Who's Smitty? So, um, Jacob Smith. Oh, yeah, Jameson from last yeah, year. Yeah, that's me. Year. I was like, there's wow. only one and only. I was like, he's not here. These are some good bowlers. This I know. Not... We had our whole team go together last year because we had three freshmen. We had Nikolai, me, and Daniel, and Smitty recruited us all. And somehow we were all pretty decent at bowling. So. Wow. wow. Okay, so now now there is a bit of controversy here. How did the team get formed? How did the team get formed? Because some people didn't know that the season was happening. And so, they got left behind. Maybe they're the, the secret sauce you missed out on. That's probably true. We tried to do some recruiting because obviously we lost Jacob because he graduated last year, so he's not living here anymore. Um, and, and, but we love you. We love you, Jacob. We love you. Yes, we do. And we also, you're listening. you're listening. Since Daniel was running for president, he had to go to all the hall councils on Tuesdays, and he had to drop out last minute. So it left two of the bowlers from last year, me and Nikolai, and we had to look around and find people. And we were only able to find one person. We found John, Nikolai's roommate. Yeah, so we kind of dropped the ball on recruiting, but next year I think it'll come around and we'll get some really good people mm. on the team. Oh, see, no, see, I was going to say, I thought there was some, you know, hanky-panky going on with the referee, but it just sounds like we dropped the ball, we, literally we drop and figuratively. <clears throat> That's true this time. <laughs> but I did, since Stanford brought 
eight different teams. I feel like we could get more than one Steds team to increase our chances of winning this championship next year. Because, I mean, the more the better, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you just Well, you don't there. want to dilute the talent, though. That's true, but you have different teams, so you could put all the best people on one team. You could stack one team, then have everyone else there go for a good time, you know, yeah. distract the people in the other lanes yeah. to make sure they don't pull okay. well. I like the way you think, Levi. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. You're going to head up our, our Operation Bowling. I'll be the bowling commissioner. I'll, I'll take that role on. We'll create a new one. <laughs> We created. Remember, we created one. Oh for yeah, we create. We create the fire chief for the newer. Yeah, I like. We'll do that. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Okay. Well, I, Bobby, I'm excited for next year. I'm excited as well. Wow. But I, but it sounds like we won last year. We did. We took the trophy so, home last year. Yeah. Um. The second team was a Stanford team. We bowled directly next to them. We were pretty even on the first two games, and the third one we blew them out of the water. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Now, uh, do you have like any like role model? You try to emulate any bowler. Gonna the, uh, ask this question: Who's your favorite bowler of all time? It's yeah. a really good question. I mean, there's just like a classic great Pete Weber. If you've ever heard mm, the I'm, meme "Who do you think you are? I am" when he yells at a child in the stands who was trying to heckle him <laughs> oh, when he was bowling at the PBA World Championship. Um, he's pretty cool, so I definitely look up to him. But there are a lot of other greats out there right now, like Jason Belmonte and people like that. Mm-hmm. Who'd you say the greatest bowler of all time is? Um, right now it's definitely Jason Belmonte. He does two-handed bowling and that's one of the reasons why I tried it in the first place because, I mean, just everyone's, everyone used to bowl with one hand. Now yeah. people are going to two-handed because it's just a lot easier to do. Wow. And he's one of the people who pioneered that style, so wow, he's pretty good. Well, I play, two-handed. yeah, I play badminton with two rackets. I don't know if I could really do, See, bowl with both hands. I know, it's really weird. So... I have a bowling ball that I brought up and I used for the championship. And if you look closely, there is no thumb hole. So I always tell people to try to use it, but they can't use it because, I mean, like, they can't hold it with one hand. So you're forced to put the other hand on and you only put your fingertips in the ball. And then you can spin it over and uh, get a lot more power that way. Well, wow. you know, Bobby, he's serious. He has no, his he own ball, serious. his own bag. Does your bowling ball have a name? Oh, I wish I named it. I, I didn't do that yet. But maybe I'll have a name for it next year. And it'll so help well, carry me. how heavy is it? It's 15 pounds. 15? Wow. Yeah. Now, now Bobby, what would you name your bowling ball? Oh, jeez. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's a hard question, right? A, yeah, I mean, you're throwing one. it at stuff like down the lane. It's not like you're really like taking amazing care of it, right? Yeah, yeah I, I, but you want to have like I, I, I want you to meet Sid Dithers. That would be mine, Sid Dithers. Sid Dithers. <laughs> Sid Dithers. He's well, not dithering around. Where does that come from? Sid Dithers. You know, I I don't know. Sid Dithers. I just like someone who sounds like you meet at a bowling alley. You know? Oh yeah, go talk to Sid down there. Or something like mm-hmm. maybe out of the Big Lebowski or something because bowling was a pretty what large about, element. What about of Kingpin. That. Yeah, you could do that too. Kingpin. Kingpin. There you go. There, there's my, there's yeah, yeah, there you, there you go. I was thinking something St. Ed's, you know, That's King. pretty good, yeah. Oh, no, I'm yeah. not. I'm just thinking of, like, life. Well, that's a really good one. I mean, it well, relates no. to Stetson. Don't encourage too. him, like, Levi. Don't encourage him. My bad. My yeah, bad. Father, yeah. give me some credit every now and then, you <laughs> that's know? That's a good name. Jeez. Yeah. I, you know? It's yeah. better than Sid well, Dithers. Well, you know what? Let me tell you, folks. You don't you don't hear Bobby after the microphone goes dead. <laughs> what do you mean? It's like, oh, he got, we got a, yeah, we got a real work here. But, Bobby, moving on. If you tell us, you said your ball is 15. What does that mean, 15? So it's 15 pounds, and bowling balls are actually not completely solid in the way that you'd expect. Because, like, I mean, I feel like you'd just expect that outer shell and then, like, a core. But the way that bowling balls are made now, there's, like, different finishes and other stuff on there now. So mine has, like, an asymmetrical sort of core. So it depends on, like, how you throw it, the amount that it's going to hook. 
and 15 is just 15 pounds and the max weight that you have on a bowling ball is 16 pounds and it's generally like the heavier the better mm. okay this is crazy i just thought well bowling ball was a bowling ball i know it. all yeah. solid but you're telling the cores are different yeah. you can throw it different i mean this is kind of like a whole new side of bowling that i never saw that i bobby i would watch on espn eight or nine the bowling championship no yeah the pba yeah, wow. so yeah. so are most professional bowlers using sixteen, or are they max? Yeah, they out? always use sixteen because it's the highest one and uh, yeah. just delivers more force into the pins. But a lot of actual pro bowlers have multiple balls that they bring with them. They'll be like, "Oh, the oh. lanes aren't treating me right. Uh, I'm gonna use this ball instead." And stuff like that, because I mean, they have different finishes, different cores, and different spin ratings. So depending on the lane conditions, they use different balls. Uh, let me ask, what is running through your head? When you get that worst bowler's nightmare, the split. Some splits I can deal with, like, if it's, like, one or two pins apart. If I get, like, a 7 times spit or split, I'm just going to throw the ball as hard as I can at one of the pins. Mm-hmm. Hope it comes around and hits the other stuff. I'm just focusing on hitting where I'm aiming on the arrows and making sure I don't miss everything. And if, worst case scenario, I'll just go for a count and try to hit one or two of them. Mm. I always go for the banana split. <laughs> and go for the banana split. I, we're talking bowling here, Father Elf. I, well, I'm just telling the split that I like. Well, I'm just trying to share. They're pretty see, good. Like, yeah. it, I'm trying to share, and it gets thrown right back in my face. <laughs> Look at this guy over here. Yeah, I know. Look oh, at that. Levi. Yeah. Okay. This is bugness. Well, Levi, I wanted to ask: Do you know Earl Roderick Anthony? <laughs> I do not know who that is. Okay. Because me. I wanted to go to Pray Wikipedia I'm sorry. and find out who I'm, the greatest sorry, bowler Levi. of all time is. I'm sorry, everyone. We're going to find out who this guy is. <laughs> all right. Well, I was curious because. Okay, thank you. You know, we know, like, you know, Tom Brady's the greatest football player. Right, right? yeah. And that, who's the greatest bowler? Wikipedia tells me it's Earl Roderick Anthony, who uh, passed away in 2001, but he's an American professional bowler who amassed a record of 43 titles and six Player of the Year awards with the PBA. That's pretty crazy. I, I mean, I, you can't really argue with that. No, you mm-hmm. can't, you know. So, for our listeners who wanted to know who the greatest bowler of all time is, there you go. According to Wikipedia, and if you're ever on Jeopardy, you can get the Daily Double now. Um, <laughs> I, I wanted to ask, Levi, when you go up there, and you know, you're in the zone, and you're focused on, 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 on getting that strike... Does the competition or the on the stuff on the periphery, the people, is it is it? Do they try to get into you like in the comp when when we're doing the bowling championship or the tournament? Was the Stanford people like were they like doing anything to get in your head? And if they do, what do you do to get them out? You just got to focus on the lane. I mean, there weren't really many Stanford people around us that were getting in our head because the partners that we had in our lane actually just weren't there. So usually you're supposed to go back and forth on the lane and alternate with them. But since they didn't show up, we just had everything to ourselves. Although there was a group of uh, cab girls next to us who were distracting some of our bowlers, you know, like had to talk to them for a bit and uh, really just destroyed our focus. But when you, you just got to think about bowling. Don't think about the girls. You go up there and yeah. uh, you roll your ball down the lane and get it done. You know, they were trying to get yacht dance dates, right? Exactly, yeah. Gosh that's, that's exactly what they were saying. And, you know, wow. that's not going to do it. I mean, you got to put more into it if you want to get a yacht dance date. That's right. Yeah, yeah word. Uh, now, I'm going to ask. I'm going to go there, Bobby. I'm going to go there. I'm gonna, I, it's the elephant in the room. When was the last time you got a gutter ball? Hmm. Ooh, like directly into the gutter or just not hit anything? A gutter ball. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Take your well, pick. I was thinking like 
if you get some of the pins down, you roll it down there, you just miss. I mean, actually, I guess the gutter's on the side. So, yeah, I think the last time I got a gutter ball, it wasn't either of the last two times I went bowling. It was definitely over the summer when I was just with some friends. I mean, like, I don't throw in the gutter. Like, why would I do that? And also... <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't mean to be either, but they do go there. <laughs> I mean, The ball's got a mind of its own. So, some people bowl by spinning the ball, and a lot of people throw it straight. So, pe- when people start bowling they just bowl it straight but the way that the lanes are created is there's more oil on the middle and less on the end so if you spin it a lot it whenever it gets to the ends it should just curve back in hmm. and that's why a lot of pro bowlers never get in the gutter because since they spin it so fast it'll get to the end then it'll just turn around and it'll go back in and hit the pins wow. so that really prevents a lot of people from bowling gutter balls i mean they did experiments where people would bowl without any oil on the lane. And, like, pro bowlers, they can't do anything because they spin the ball. It just goes directly into the other gutter. Oh, uh, so, yeah. Huh. It's actually made for you to spin the ball. Hmm. Interesting. This is fascinating. I, I never knew any of this stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> How often do you bowl? So when I'm here on campus, I don't go that much. Although it's Chippewa Bowl, where the bowling tournament was held. It's a little dingy, but they have killer deals. I think it's a money laundering scheme because on Mondays, it's 25 cents to bowl per game. And then Tuesdays, it's a dollar to bowl per game. Wednesdays, it's, I don't know, it's unlimited bowling for $7 for like three hours. Whereas it strikes and spares, it's $5 a game. Or if you want to rent the lane for however much time, it's like 20 or $30. So wow. when wow. we go there, it's a lot cheaper. And I'll just go there with some friends like at least once a month or something like that. Wow. But when I'm home, I, get, I usually go more because that's what our friends like to do at home. Hmm. Well, you know, Levi... Uh, what would could you suggest to our listeners if if their sons or daughters ever come to them and say, Mom, Dad, I want to go to a bowling alley? In South Bend or just in general? In general. Wow. What advice would you give to them if your son or daughter said, Mom, Dad, I want to go bowling? I like bowling a lot, so I would encourage it myself, but... Can you encourage it, bowling? I feel like bowling's one of those things that won't get you too much kudos, though. So I'd like to shift and like, aim people's interests in a different direction. However, um, bowling's really fun, and I just tell them to get a group of friends together and go bowling. I like yeah. that. There we go. Well, there we have it, Levi. Thank you so very much. For anchoring our team, we're gonna no we're gonna win that championship next time. Yes, we will. We'll and send more teams too. I'll, I'll let you. I'll lend you my Sid Dithers. <laughs> and yeah, and you my king yeah, and Kingpin King over there. But thank you so very much for joining us today. No problem. Thank you, Levi. Bobby, don't you like that, Levi? Yeah, Levi was great. I, I learned so much about bowling. Uh, I, you know, the whole thing about the the oil on the lane and the spinning it and the the two handed. How how is two handed bowling the new, the new thing? But. I, I, know, I don't know. Where, I, I don't know. Uh, but all I know is I want to go bowling more now. i got to get back to the lanes. I know. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah well, well, anyway, but before we do, we got to start talking to our next guest, uh, Lev- not Levi Cherick, but none other than Jackson O'Neill from Cedarburg, Wisconsin. Jackson, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It's very nice you guys to have me. Oh, it is. Jackson, it's great to have you here. Yeah, yeah, it's the Red Room. I mean, freshmen don't get in here. No, no, no. No, but no, you have. I was saying we should be serving up glasses of milk, you know, and and, and talking about the the Wisconsin dairy farmers. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. Maybe I should offer a cheese platter of assorted cheeses as a peace offering. Yeah, that'd be nice. Or a welcome offering. Absolutely. Cheese, smoked sausage, glass of milk, anything. (laughs) The dining hall milk just doesn't cut it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now, okay, fine. You broached the subject. We're going to go there. Um... (laughs) 
how is the quality of cheese here <laughs> down? <laughs> you're here in Wisconsin. You're in the upper Lake Michigan. We're at the lower end of Lake Michigan. Yes. And a little um, off. How is the quality of cheese here? Uh, I mean, the cheese is not too bad. You know, you have a couple big brands, Sargento, and I've seen, I believe, Gordon's. But you do leave kind of, you lose kind of that uh, artisan cheese that mm. I've seen. There's mm. a couple cheese companies, you know, in the surrounding area of Cedarburg where I'm from. Um, and they make some really good stuff. You know, if you're trying to make a pizza at home or just enjoy a quick snack, like uh, my local grocery store, Sendex, has some pretty good cheeses. And mm-hmm. yeah. So, do your parents send you cheese care packages? Unfortunately, not. I don't think it. I don't think it'll go very well via UPS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. You know, funny thing is, you know, Sargento has a Notre Dame connection. Really? It does. Yeah, they're a Notre Dame family. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Didn't know that. Now, where's Sargento cheese made? I don't know. I'm not sure, but I do remember in third or fourth grade we went on a pretty we went on a field trip to the Palermo Pizza Factory and they you know <laughs> they were ecstatic about explaining how they used only Sargento cheeses for oh, their whole so pizza you, process. You got on a plane and went pol- to Palermo, Italy, to see how they make pizzas. More like a bus ride, 45 minutes to you know a factory, but close enough. Oh wait, there's another. Palermo? I'm thinking of Palermo, Italy. <laughs> no, no, we're talking maybe Brookfield, Wisconsin. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I was like, wow, I want to go to that high school. <laughs> but this is, that would be nice. <laughs> this is fascinating. This is the mind. We're getting inside the mind of a Wisconsiner right now. Wisconsinite. And Wisconsinite. <laughs> yes. And he's remembering details about the cheese on the pizza from a third grade <laughs> tour of a pizza factory. I know. It made an impression upon him. And that <laughs> day, impressionable. He, knew, he knew that he wanted to be a cheesemaker. Yeah. Or at least a cheese head. Yeah. At least a cheese head. Cheese a file. Gotta have a couple <laughs> of those foam cheese heads, yeah. you know. And when you go to the trampoline park, it's not the foam pit, it's the cheese pit. And the cheese, small wow. little things like that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> now, no, okay, I want to ask. Back to, back to dairy, mm-hmm. or stay, staying on dairy. Mm-hmm. Are you whole milk, 2%, 1%? I assume not skim, but... So this is, I mean, this might be a hot take, but I actually do... I, I enjoy skim milk. I find it quite wow. refreshing. Just oh, a hint of milk. And I know, I get... I get That's got to be unorthodox same, for Wisconsin. Exactly. Wow. I get the same kind of unorthodox views when I get a glass of skim milk, but... I view whole, whole milk as almost ice cream. Skim milk is not is the athletic milk in my mind. <laughs> you know, and for me, I don't drink milk at all. Well... I, I usually are you, are you intolerant? No, no, I'm not intolerant. I'm very tolerant. I love eating cheese, but I hate <laughs> drinking milk. I think I think I gave up drinking milk in first grade and drank tea since then. Um, but now I've graduated mm-hmm. on to gin and tonics. Wow! But I want, I'm sorry you're deprived of your childhood. No, I did. I I, I did miss out on anything. My bone density is just fine. But <laughs> the focus isn't me. It's you, Jackson. And let's get back to you, Jackson. You know, what's funny about your saying, I hadn't been to Wisconsin in new a number of years. And actually, I've never was to Milwaukee until recently when Ryan Masak got married to mm-hmm. Anastasia this past uh, spring or summer, excuse me. Was it this last year? And oh, actually, it was the fall. Never mind. Sorry, Ryan and Anastasia. <laughs> um and I, I remember crossing over, leaving Chicago, and taking, what is it, 94? Yeah, 94. Yeah, I believe it's 94 at that point. Right when I got onto into Wisconsin, right where the McKeons live, Pete mm. and Nate McKeons, former co-hosts of the, of the, in the yeah, Red Room. And Chris McKeon, former resident of and, San Yeah, that too. The other brother, the lesser. <laughs> <laughs> the who greater, never, who the never was a co-host. But anyway, 
Anyway, uh, love nevertheless. When you cross the line into Wisconsin, the first thing you see is the Cheese Palace. Yes, you do see Mars Cheese Castle. Yes, the Cheese Castle. <laughs> a very historic, you know, monument of, oh, you're going into Chicago, you're going into Illinois. This is the last remnant of Wisconsin you'll have on the border. <laughs> have you ever stopped? I actually have never stopped. I view it more of a tourist trap, but at least it's a very good thing for people to see. And wow, first thing you see where Wisconsin so, is. So what is this cheese castle? It is a facade, frankly. It is a large <laughs> kind of obstruction of plywood and plaster that houses a warehouse in which you buy cheese. And oh. it's just cheese of all sorts of varieties and all sorts of types. And it's actually currently being built around by much larger you know, facilities and factories, you think, Amazon think U line, but clearly they didn't. They uh, could not be bought out. The cheese oh, was wow. stand. Mm. They took a stand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so we know you like cheese. You like skim milk. Uh, you went to a factory in Palermo, Wisconsin, <laughs> that made an impression upon you as a third grader. Um, now you're from Cedarburg, Wisconsin. Now that's the headwaters. Of the, is it the Chippewa River? I'm not sure. <laughs> what do you mean you're not sure? Well, there's a river there, isn't it? There's, I, a river. there's Cedar Creek, which happens to be one of the most uh, polluted sites in the United States. Thank oh. you, Mercury Marine. But Oh, oh whoops. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be a doctor reopening that. I thought it was the headwaters of the Chippewa River, or maybe that goes in the Chippewa. But okay, so if we went to Cedarburg, yep. Wisconsin, like we know it, Bobby, you always wanted to appreciate Wisconsin more. Uh, yeah. Here's our to. opportunity. We'll, 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 we'll send you up there. Um, Maybe we could do a live broadcast. Let's do it. The we, we haven't taken the show on the road we this need, semester. We do. We, we, we do. We do. <laughs> but, Bobby, uh, we're, we're on the road. We're going up to Cedarburg. Jackson, what would we do? Where would you take us in Cedarburg? I mean, like, to show us around. And so, This is Cedarburg. Cedarburg is kind of your run-of-the-mill suburb, suburb, right? It's just a kind of a feeder community into Milwaukee, right? A lot of people who... You know, they, they commute from Cedarburg and go to Milwaukee. However, the one thing that makes Cedarburg stand out is the historic downtown. So I believe in the 1840s, 1850s, there was a lot of German and Irish immigrants to the kind of the Cedarburg area. And they really, they had this huge mill, this maybe five or six story mill that they powered off of Cedar Creek. And that just fueled the local economy. So I'd take you guys down kind of Main Street, USA, as it were. Um, and it's just very old buildings, same time period really as St. Ed's was built, the 1880s. And you can see kind of the limestone construction buildings. I would take you guys to um, kind of the chocolate factory, which is subs and ice cream. Take you to Amy's Candy, which wow. is like uh, uh, caramel-covered apples. Take you to the Rivoli, which is an old 1930s-esque um, theater, which still shows old feature films and stuff. So I'd kind of keep you guys in like the historic downtown. Wow. <laughs> this is incredible. Can we actually do this? this yeah, let's do it. So are, are, these, are these films pre-talkies? Or do they have, uh, vo- they have... I think... I actually think like once a week they will do silent films. <laughs> and they, you know, they try to get some of the newer stuff to get people in, but it's, yeah, a lot of, there, there are a couple old films. That sounds like a charming place to grow it up. It does. It Absolutely. does. It really does. It sounds like, you know, a place where I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm not at St. Ed's. I mean, it sounds absolutely delightful. In the 1880s architecture, I mean. And I bet it tastes great, too. It tastes great. Yeah. There's, yeah. I mean, just now we had a... Uh, if this is this is about as Wisconsin as it gets, maybe two years ago we had a place called the Creamy Pig. What are they selling? They're selling bratwursts and ice cream. 
So you can go have wow. the local ice cream that they make in-house, and you can have... It's like a butcher shop, so they wow. make their own brats, and so you can have a brat and then a scoop of ice cream to go with it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's great. That is. That is. I, I'm, you're making me hungry here, Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Now, I got to ask. Um, you know, we're up in Cedarburg, you know, and what happens if, you know, maybe I or maybe Bobby, we make the faux pas saying, yeah, we'd like some Ben and Jerry's. Would that be I, like? I wouldn't make that football. <laughs> I'm not, I wouldn't either. I'm not a fan. I'm not, I don't normally. Eat. But what I'm what I'm trying to say is, is what happens? If we said, oh yeah, we'll take some craft cheese, or we'll take some Ben and Jerry's. I mean, would that be look like anathema? I mean, cursed. We'd be cursed. Like people would live as like, oh, there's some tourists, sir. I think people would definitely. I don't know about look down on, but just look view differently as you know. Mm. Um, people are clearly not from out of town. They go to the. You know, they go to the grocery store. What you really should go to is that if you're going to go to the grocery store and you're looking for Ben and Cherries, you should try Cedar Crest. It's we actually have a big factory on the south of town that makes Cedar Crest ice cream. Okay, well, gee whiz, I guess it is heaven on earth. <laughs> it is, yeah. God, I want to get up there. No, it, it sounds so good. I love ice cream too. Ice cream is one of those foods you can. Yeah, they, I mean, there's no there's no limit on how much you can eat. You just you just go and go. Exactly, and the variety of flavors as well. Like, you oh, know, yeah. Scoop of vanilla, scoop of Rocky Road, whatever you please. Oh, you can mix and match. You can mix and match. Oh, of course, you can oh, wow. mix and match. I'm always this one. What, what, what's the last time in an ice cream shop that said, no, you can only pick one flavor? Well, in Omaha. <laughs> I mean, let's not give Wisconsin too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's be Omaha, balanced you can only here. You get one. I mean, like, you get one and you're happy. <laughs> you know, uh, I think the last time I went to an ice cream sh- shop in, in Omaha, I, I asked for two and they said we can give you one I was like okay <laughs> wow. so I just had I just had the, the cheesecake flavor and that was good cheesecake the cheesecake flavor Sounds yeah it was like good. strawberry it was like a, was it a raspberry cheesecake or something it was pretty good oh it doesn't sound good to me well you know <laughs> to each their own Bobby to each their own as the Bible says and if you uh, read a little more you know that <laughs> but anyway so Jackson you are now here at Notre Dame yes so how it, like how has it been you're a freshman. How, how you know how how has the experience been so far? Well, you you came, he came back, Bobby. You came, came back. back he came back. So you must yeah. like it. <laughs> yes, it's, it's been good. As I was telling Bobby before, uh, definitely the fall semester is definitely an adjustment period, right? You mm-hmm. know, you have classes. To, you don't have you have less class than high school, but you have a lot more. You know, outside work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's definitely a big struggle meeting. You know, not only people in your classes, but people uh, in the dorm, guys in your hall, yeah. even your roommate. You know, like. My roommate's from New Jersey. I had never been hey, anywhere close oh, to New Jersey. Let's okay. I thought we were about to start trashing. No, New no, Jersey. no, no, no. Okay. Uh, he opened it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for opening that door, Jackson. No, I just said I'd never been from New Jersey, so I had to kind of get used to it. You know, he didn't know what a gas pump was, so I had to teach him that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. These little things, but you know, definitely coming into the spring semester, it's definitely feels a lot more like home. Feels a lot more comfortable. You know, you walk around the hall and you, it's not. Oh, I think I recognize that person. It's oh, hey, X, Y, and Z. And, yeah. You know, have a little conversation right then and there it's you know nothing big nothing in depth but it definitely shows you that as you spend more time here you meet more people and that's mm-hmm. definitely a very a much more comfortable feeling than what it was you know early in the fall semester sure mm-hmm. now the spring semester as bobby knows it being a former resident provides its own diversions and yeah. uh, attractions and and and, uh, and uh, one of those is called room picks yes you know now we have to find roommates we got to find find a new room I got to ask if we could write a carte blanche, give you a carte blanche, and you could write your own ticket. Where would you want to live in the hall? Where do I want to live in the hall? Well, I, I always thought, so I was talking about my dad being here. He was actually in a six man. His oh my gosh. Year. Wow. And he stayed freshman through junior year in a six man. So I always thought that kind of the more the merrier. 
So I would, I would think, you know, fourth floor in a quad would oh. be kind of fun. Okay. That would be a wow. great choice. I think my sophomore year, I think I was in room 419. Is that the really big one? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, was, actually, I was in the biggest quad, whatever it no, was. No, that room is now gone. Oh, it's gone. Oh, yeah. it's like a lounge or something yeah, or a study yeah, carol. Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. The Sky uh, Lounge used to be a... No, no, no. The Sky Lounge, the Sky Lounge, wait, wait, one second. Yeah. The Sky Lounge used to be yeah. the room that everyone wanted. Really? Because it was the biggest corner room that yeah. had windows yep. on both walls. Yeah. Your room, Bobby, yeah. 419, is available. It's not, it was a study lounge. Everyone was really angry when that room was converted from a study lounge into a room because... It was the largest study. It was the largest study room that we ever yeah. had, and they took it away. So, what did they say? We don't want you studying. But sorry about yeah. that. No, no, I was just saying. I, I had the the sophomore year fourth or fourth floor quad experience. It was great. Exactly. It was a lot of fun until we shut it down and yeah, yeah. threw some tear gas in there. <laughs> Forced them out. Are you on the first floor this year? Or what? I'm on the third floor. Third floor. So, okay. Yeah, cool. Third floor double. The high ceilings are very nice. The high ceilings stand under yeah. them. Oh, yeah. stand on top of them. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-mm-mm. Now, what is like, do you notice that we talk differently than you do? Because you talk different. I I mean, I'll you know say the age old homage. I don't really feel like I have a accent, but what I hear, when, I, when people start making fun of when I go op or no, or those really long o's, that's, that definitely feels very Midwest or very, you know, Wisconsin. What about this? Minnesota. Backpack? Well, no, the other, the other word for it. A bag. Bag, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I do know, and I've embraced it, I do have a, from Nebraska, we don't have an accent, but somehow, you know, how do you say the word O-N? On. Well, I say arn. You add, a, you add an R. Arn. I add an R. A-R-N? Arn. The arn. lights are arn. You know? And so, you know, wow. the funny thing is, I've, I knew about it, and I thought I got over it, and... I was, I guess, fooling myself because I was listening to the podcasting. Yes, <laughs> I listened to myself and all of us on the podcast. Mm. And I was like, why do I keep saying Arn? I was like, oh, gosh, bless. <laughs> you know, there we go. There we go. So well, I'm, I'm not going to take anything for saying water then. No, you shouldn't. Water. <laughs> water. Water. Does water. your Now, does your New Jersey roommate say water? I don't think so. I haven't, I haven't, I think he's kind of moved around, so I don't think he's really okay. picked up any, like, local accents, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Water. That's a funny one. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's a New Jersey thing. Yeah. Now, for all those parents out there who are listening, Jackson, um, let's let's ask you this question. I'm going to go there, Bobby. You okay. Know, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm I don't gonna, know where you're going. I'm throwing the dice high. No one knows where I'm going. I don't even, sometimes, I don't even know. <laughs> but I want to ask this question. Um, you've been here now for some time. Um, how, is your, how has your time been here at St. Ed's? Time at St. Ed's? Yeah. I mean, I firmly believe it's the best dorm on campus. I think... Right answer. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think it's very interesting, just like, I mean, personally, kind of as, as a history buff, just learning about the history of the dorm, mm-hmm. you know, you walk past the dome, the basilica, all these old buildings on God Quad, and it's the same brick as St. Ed's, you know, mm-hmm. kind of learning about that history, but at the same time, learning about kind of the new traditions, you know, when 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 we had football, running through the reflecting pool, that was a ton of fun, you know. And Bobby tradition. started it. Did you really? I found the founder of the float, yep. That is fantastic. And a great tradition it is. Yeah. You know, it's a ton of fun. Um, as well as, I talk to a lot of guys that I know on almost the West Quad, you know, those newer dorms, and they have a lot of section loyalty, which is very odd, you know. Oh, I'm going to dinner with 3B. Who cares? I go sit at the Steds table and meet guys from floors one through four, you know, freshmen through seniors, really. And it's, it's you know, it's nice. You get to meet all different sorts of people. You get to meet 
um, different classes, different like majors and everything. Mm-hmm. I think kind of the small hall dynamic really, you can kind of embrace that feeling of we're all saying that you know you're not. I'm not even floor three. I'm a Stedsman. Yeah. 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 And there's so much history even in the hall. I mean, like you walk in the chapel. We have our stained glass windows from France. You see Father Soren, the window yeah. that was given at his 50th anniversary. That not even Soren Hall, that second oldest hall, has. We have Father Soren in our yeah. stained glass. Yep. You can have that statue. Absolutely. And he, didn't, he didn't even see that statue. <laughs> he saw that stained glass window. And have you seen their stained glass? It's some weird, oh, like, yeah. modernist thing. Yeah. I yes. much prefer our classy. Yeah. You know, yes, indeed. You know, uh, you know the, you know, there was one other thing I was going to say, but you know, I guess it must have been a lie because I forgot what I was going to say. But you know, uh, we're just glad that you're here, Jackson. And yeah. you know, and I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, really, what makes this hall special are the people, and what, what, how that all comes together is by you investing in people. And at St. Ed's, I think your investment is always going to give a higher rate of return than anywhere else because you are going beyond not your your own class. It's not just everyone, okay, I'm investing in freshmen, I'm investing in sophomores, I'm investing in juniors and seniors. Your ROI and beyond. And beyond. <laughs> well, and, and you should get some credit here too, Father Alf. As, as much as I don't like to give you credit on this show. Oh, clearly. But, you know, you've done a, you've done a pretty good no, job. No, it's all of us together working it and and it's amazing what we've done and it's people like Jackson and others and you've heard you've seen people like this before that you know what makes this place go what makes stead steads is people willing to invest in others it's not just your study it's not just this or that or whatever that you want to do but it's investing in everyone around you and the more that you do Jackson the more Notre Dame will open up to you and the more you will have come back to you because the measure that you measure out would be measured out to you so, anyway, there we go. I'm going to get off the soapbox. I'm going to stop preaching. Jackson, thank you for coming in and talking. Thank you for being here in the Red Room. Thank you for all that you do. Jackson, thank you, thank you so much. Next time, bring back some cheese, all right? Will do. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Bobby, don't you like that, Jackson? I love Jackson. I love Jackson bringing a little Wisconsin air into, uh, into the, to the Red Room. Yes, just when you thought it couldn't get any cheesier around here. No, no, you know? yeah. Enter Jackson. And i got to get up to Cedarburg. I want to see those headwaters. Yeah, I maybe I take a too. canoe ride. I, maybe make some be, butter, some I mean, cheese. It's beautiful. I, I've been up there a couple times, but not as often as I'd like. Mm, yes, yes. Well, we'll see if we can help with yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now I think it's time for a little good news and weather with Nikolai. Nikolai, welcome. Oh, thank you for having me again. You know. Oh, the pleasure's all ours. Nikolai, great to see you. Father Alf, now, before we get in here, Nikolai <laughs> almost took me down on I, the scooter I, I again yesterday. I wouldn't say that. It more was a quick brush past. I mean, it was... Yeah, but the, but there was... There contact. Was, uh, there was contact. There was wind. It was it, wind. Yeah, there was wind, and Ooh. there was threat. There was threat. Assault. Oh. There was assault. Well, of, oh, of, of oh, Bobby, that's Bobby. Oh, yeah. I know. That's not attack. the Nikolai I know. Well, that's right. Yeah. You know what? You know. Yeah, you see he, him in the red room, and he's all smiley, and he's good, <laughs> news, he's good news and weather, man. But wait till you see Nikolai out and about on those sidewalks, blazing by in his scooter. You, you know, oh. you know, Nikolai. Bobby has always had a flair and a penchant for the dramatic, oh. well, the theatrics. There's a reason why he's on the red room. That's man. right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, the, I'm the color commentator. You know, if Bobby, if he, if he, if he hurt you, it only means he loved you. Yeah, that's right. That's true. You hurt the ones you love most. Nikolai, <laughs> now, now tell us some good news. All right, so this one I've got the Everything Steads edition of Ooh, good news. Oh, okay. You know, I thought, you know, there's yeah. been never a better time than now for Steads news. So I've got the first one is payments for yacht dance have 
kind of begun. Yeah. So the first set of payments are due coming up soon. But, you know, with that, like everything I share, there's a bit of controversy, of oh, course. And, you know, so mostly the freshmen thought that, you know, because with other dorms, their dances, especially their signature events, are kind of capped at a limit of X amount of people. Mm. And they were worried our boat wasn't big enough. And they were stressing about getting money in and getting talking to Father Ralph to secure a spot <laughs> on the boat. And little did they know, the boat, well, we we have a big, big boat. And it's not even just a boat, it's a yacht. Yes. So wow. that's... Yeah, you know, we I had feel a, like I used to remember though. I thought that used to be a, a bit of a, again a threat. I hate <laughs> to use the word, but that there were limited spots in the past. Well, there's you remember there's two things we have to work here. We have to work the buses, and we have to work the the, the boat. The boat, yeah. Now, the the one of the, in the past it was always the buses that was the constraint. Gotcha. And that was the problem, not the boat. Now it's it's it's. It's just the inverse. <laughs> it's the boat that's the problem, not the buses, because less people since COVID are actually going places and doing things. Gotcha. So I could call the night before and I could get all these buses. Whereas last year or the before COVID, I had to call the, the day after Yacht Dance for the following year. Oh, interesting. So there was no rest for the weary folks. While these guys were all sleeping like angels, <laughs> yeah. I was up working. Crack of dawn. Yeah, mm-hmm. gotcha. At you know, at the yacht club for St. Ed's, I'm <laughs> Father Ralph Higgs. But the good news is, good news everyone's is got a spot. Everyone's got a spot, exactly. So I had to put an email out that said, "Don't worry, folks, we'll just get a bigger boat." <laughs> and here's the thing: I think Nicola, you're alluding to like there were some other dances on campus where people were yeah, just actually flat out told, "You can't go." That's Especially like the dome dance, so the wow. the dorm that gets like the prize of men's and women's hall of the year, which is we won't even get into that. But if they get to dance in the dome, and if it floats your boat, <laughs> <laughs> but they only allow like 150 people in there, mm. counting so 150 times two, counting the dates, and most yeah. of the halls have like 200 plus. Gotcha. But the nice thing about St. Edward's Hall, I always come back to this: we're only 140 guys deep. Well, I would say yeah. like if you can't take all my friends, then don't take any of us. But we will, we will always get a venue that allows everyone. Could you imagine? Could you imagine your senior year? <laughs> no. And as a senior, you being told you can't come. That's terrible. We don't have room for you. Like, you, where where's the love? Especially, <laughs> it's like I just won dorm of the hall of the year. What kind well, of slap in your face is well, that? Well, exactly. we we won dorm of the hall of the year, not you. I guess that's what it's saying. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, how do you do it? No go. Now, are we still sailing on the Mystic Blue? What, what are we sailing on? Well, these days? you know, again, it's dependent on the crowd, but we're on that line, and okay. there's like, uh, was it? I think they rechristened the ship. Um, was it the Spirit of Lake Michigan? Okay. And there's another boat. We were on that other boat, which was really nice. But uh, either which way, folks, we're never going to leave anyone behind. That's right. We're not going to do it. We just can't. No. St. Ed wouldn't have done it. And I'm not, not a either. chance. No, not at St. Ed's. There won't be that scene where the old, where the girl's crying as the boat is sailing off into yes. the distance. Yeah. It won't be us. Everyone will be on board. Mm-hmm. So my next piece of news mm-hmm. is, you know, I'm going to give a little context here. But okay. Last semester and 
couple weeks ago, we had this thing called the Gentleman Ponders, where mm. we bring in a professor to yes. teach the St. Ed students about an, inter- an interesting issue. Conversation. And the conversation, exactly. Then we had a Gentleman Wanders, so it keeps progressing. A Gentleman Wanders, where we had a field trip, so they just went to the Air Force Museum in Dayton. and they oh, wow. Just- Thank you, John DeLayla. Thank you for helping us make that happen. Okay. He's down there at the Air Force Base. And then we had uh, we went to the Studebaker Museum, I think, last semester. So, you know, we're constantly evolving. And now we have A Gentleman Constructs. Oh, wow. So oh. it's a whole new spin on things. So we're going to go to the Mishawaka Food Pantry this Saturday. And about 30 guys, 20 to 30 guys of us from... Uh, and we're going to be building wooden pallets for the uh, food bank. That's wow. awesome. That's really so, you know, wonderful. We're, always, we're lending a helping hand all over the place. Yes, Graham Lorenz is leading exactly. that charge. You know, many hands well, make light work. When are you going there? You're going on Saturday? This Saturday, yep, from 8.30 to 12.30. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. If, if I can, I would love to supply the, the, the Dunkin' Donuts coffee for that. Oh. Well, I think Dunkin we already know. Have... That's... that's <laughs> I, you know, I'll get the bagels. And Dunkin' you Donuts the is like the official coffee supplier of all you know builders, all all physical laborers. Just a good blue collar coffee blue drink. Collar. Wow! Wow! I th- wow! I thought it was I thought it was Folgers. The donuts no, we have now no. at Folgers. Just a side note no, here. It's just game changing. We we have dumped the Dunkin' Donuts long ago, and it's, <laughs> it's, we are just <laughs> that's a round of applause. It's unbelievable. So that's that's always a bit of good news. Yeah, well, he, you can get the coffee. That's a different story. Bring the coffee. Yeah, bring the, go I, get I the bagels. Too. And someone else apply the, the hard nails. work. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. That yeah, is good news. That's a wonderful initiative, and I gotta be honest, that's that's kind of hall of the year caliber activity right oh. there. Everything we do here is hall of the year. Yeah. We just sometimes they don't want to recognize us because we're always so good. Exactly. Yeah. You know, let let other people share in the limelight. I you know, know it's encourage them to do something. You know, get yeah. off the couch, and <laughs> better yourself. And then our last bit of news is. So our fourth floor RA and then another senior are both competing in bingo bouts. And the first competition starts tomorrow, the preliminary round. That's right. And, you know, one of them, the fourth floor RA, Josh Williams, he's not just competing. This guy was the champion last year of his weight class. So this is not just a little bit of playing around in a ring. This is amateur boxing at its finest. And and safest. And safe, Of course. Of course. And the great thing is, so at the beginning rounds, you're practically right at the ring supporting them, and it's like a splash zone because the sweat is just maybe a little bit blood is sweat coming <laughs> right onto you. <laughs> so I say, pack those sunglasses because you're going to need them. Wow, that's exciting. So yeah, what, what's his weight class? I don't really know, but I know Mike Hendrickson. He's at once in the 168 crowd. Okay, great. I think he must be uh, maybe 178 then. I heard. I think he said one seven. So somewhere in the middle of the pack. Yeah, somewhere in the middle. Not, of the not pack, heavyweight, yeah. not featherweight. No. no, he. I remember seeing him last year. Patty Foss, the other AR from last year, and I went, and we went to the championship game, and you know they, they have their hoods over them. You can't see oh, them. That's the real deal. Comes out, you know, and and I said, oh my god, Patty, I, look at that guy. I, <laughs> I, I think Josh is just going to get destroyed. And I looked close. I said. Oh wait, that is Josh! Oh my God, he's gonna win! And he just, from then on, you knew. And I was like, he—he's a champion. I just wish I put money down that I. The I, fight was already over before it started. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was one of those mental fights where you just get into the ring and you already know. So we have two yeah. boxers from Steads. All our hopes are placed Riding on them. Riding on them, exactly. Okay. And the best part of it all, 
is you know this whole thing supports the uh, Holy Cross mission in Bangladesh. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's which which fun side note. There's an off you know. There's a chance I go to Bangladesh this summer. Wow. So there's a chance I get to see, you know, some of the beneficiaries of this Where that money's going. This project. Wow. So it's pretty well, exciting. Bobby will go on her fact finding mission. Yeah, I'll go, yeah. I'll go reconnoiter. Mission. You do. That's a whole <laughs> new do. level of a gentleman wanders. That yeah. is. <laughs> you know, I hear I thought it was trying to go into space, but no, Bangladesh is it. Yeah. No. Wow. That's yeah. well, fantastic. Well, you, so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. And better, and, better and, and any be. idea what time uh, our gentleman will be fighting? I am not. I, I do have. I believe the event starts at six. Oh, six. But I don't know what time shoot. he's actually fighting at. But he'll be. They'll be fighting later than that. They they never do it on time. They always go later. Exactly. Yeah. But the most important thing is he will win. I think he might have a first round buy. He might because he is. A I, captain. I think yeah, he is a captain. So he's gonna have a first round buy because there was some controversy last time. Oh. Because he didn't get one and he should have got one and that he just focused that. He told he me used he that used that energy fuel. Yeah. as fuel. It was fuel for the fire. And look where it got him. So that is all good news. How about some weather with Nikolai? Weather. Oh, I can't wait to share the weather we've got. So it's going to be a mix of clouds mm. and one day with a chance of snow next week. But it's not all hope mm. is lost. The weather will kind of be in the 40s for half the week. And then... It'll kind of timber down to around the 20s. So it's, yeah, it's, kind, right. of, it's kind of regressing not, back not to bad. what you would imagine the South Bend winter yeah. to be. But not bad. I mean, usually the first two weeks of February are brutal. So I feel like, you know, we, we, we've gotten off easy. I know. know. We, 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 yeah. We're, so. we're living too good. So that Mother Nature yeah. knows to bring back the snow. Oh. Yeah. And we're only three and a half weeks till spring break. So, you know. Who's counting? All right. Well, thank you for that good news and weather with Nikolai. Thank you, Nikolai. Nikolai, thank you. You're welcome. Bobby, it's that time of the show again. Time of the show. We got. We got to say thank you. We got to say thank you to Levi. Mm -hmm. I learned so much about bowling today. Who who knew so much? Um, Jackson. Uh, great conversation about Wisconsin, yeah. and then Nikolai with uh, with great news and weather. So you know, he, he always delivers. That yeah. Nikolai, he always delivers. You know, and I gotta say thank you, Bobby. Uh, for uh, joining me today. And I want to say the pleasure is all mine. Uh, I want to say thank you to our listeners out there. Uh, You can always find our podcast on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud in the Red Room. Encourage your friends to listen. Because if you like these stories, well, the good news is we got more for you next week. I'm Father Ralph with my co-host Bobby Weltner, and you've been in the Red Room.